Welcome to Disagree Better. I'm Tammy Lenski. One reason agreements and solutions fail is that they don't sufficiently identify and address the root causes of the problem. Another is that they address behavioral elements of a conflict without also addressing the systemic elements that drive the behavior. The relationship diagram is an excellent tool for overcoming both of these problem-solving hurdles. A relationship diagram, sometimes called a network diagram or an interrelationship digraph, helps identify cause and effect relationships between parts of a problem. With roots in the quality improvement trend of the 1980s, it shines as a tool for discerning which elements of a problem are the primary drivers and which are symptoms created by the primary drivers. The relationship diagram takes a systems thinking approach to problem solving. That is, thinking about something as a system with elements and interactions that influence each other. In family systems and organizational systems, a conflict that appears to be interpersonal can be driven by systemic factors, things like reporting structure, house rules, formal and informal policies and procedures, etc. Even if the interpersonal pieces of the conflict get addressed, parts of the system may continue to create friction unless those systemic elements get attention as well. So we want to beware of system-driven conflict that's masquerading as interpersonal conflict. Now, the relationship diagram is not a problem-solving tool. It's a problem-understanding tool. By discerning which elements may be a problem's primary drivers, we can better figure out how to address the root causes, which in turn help lead to more lasting solutions. I'm going to walk you through the basic process for using this tool slash exercise. It really requires a visual, and in the show notes, I will put a link to a demo video that walks you through a real case that I actually handled. You can use the relationship diagram on your own to better understand a problem you're facing, or you can use it with pairs or groups. Here are the basic steps for facilitating the exercise with others. One, begin by framing the problem you want to examine. Doing this step well has significant consequences for the success of the exercise. I'll put a link in the show notes about framing problems. As educator, John Dewey said, a problem well stated is a problem half solved. Two, invite participants to identify elements they believe are involved in the problem. Take your time with this step. It helps to have some comfort with silence as you give people a chance to think. Three, as each element is identified by someone, Write it on a flip chart or whiteboard so that everyone can see it and arrange each element or factor in a circle. So give yourself lots of space. When it seems the pair or group has finished identifying the elements, ask, are there any elements you haven't said out loud yet? This simple question can result in an important element finally being identified out loud for the group. Again, allow people time to decide whether or not to share something additional. Once the list of elements seems complete, compare each one to the others 
to identify which elements influence other elements. Draw an arrow from each element to other elements it influences. This is important. The arrow should always be drawn from the influencing element to the influenced elements. Sometimes as you work, a new element comes up. That's okay. Add it to the circle and work with it just as you did with the others. After all the elements have been examined, count the arrows from each element. The elements with the most outgoing arrows are likely to be the driving factors or root causes of the other elements. It is these primary drivers that often benefit from the greatest scrutiny by the group as it attempts to mitigate the systemic factors influencing their conflict. So over to you. Some questions for you to think about with respect to this tool and with systemic elements of a conflict in general. Has your behavior ever been influenced by a family or organizational system? How did that influence impact your behavior? Think about a conflict you've faced or are facing. What systemic elements could be driving their behavior? How can you uncover systemic elements in a conflict that appears to be interpersonal in nature? And last, how could a tool like the Relationship Diagram inform your work? Thank you for listening. The home base for Disagree Better is TammyLensky.com, where you'll find conflict resolution resources, show notes, and transcriptions. That's T-A-M-M-Y-L-E-N, as in negotiation, S-K-I.com. I'll see you there.